Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shur Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Erovin Daf Nun Zayin Amud Aleph. About to take a look at the second Mishnah in this, the fifth parak. Notnin Karpef Lair. We add a Karpef, which is seventy Amot plus a little bit uh, of an area which we consider for a, a field or for an open area. Each city gets that added on besides the Ibur Ha'ir that we discussed in the first Mishnah. Divrei Rabbi Meir. Chachamim disagree and say, Lo amu karpef ben The karpef is only between two cities that are near each other. If each one, by adding 70 and a smidgen, will connect the two cities. It becomes a karpef for both and it becomes one town and then you start measuring from outside of this new uh, double town. Similarly, if you have three villages that are lined up in a row, that's what we think it is. If the two outer ones have 141 and a third, which is double Karpev size between them, the middle one then joins them together. We have to see what this, uh, what this actually looks like, which we'll get to Fourth with. So the first question is Manahanimili. Why would we think that you add a Karpev to a city? Remember, we started our uh, process of Tchum Shabbat was sourced in Arei Halavim. And in the Arei Halavim, the Torah says, Mikira Yirvachutza. You measure from the wall out. So what's the Drasha? Amra Torah, Tain Chutza, Vachakach Medod. First go give it an outside area, then measure. And that outside area, we say, is a Karpev's worth. That's Reb Meir. Chamim lo'amru, so itmar. Rav Huna amar, nonin Karpev l'zu, Karpev l'zu. Rav Huna says that Chachamim's position is when there are two towns near each other, they need to only be within 141 and a third of each other, meaning that each town gets its own Karpev, and if they meet, then it's one. He says, no, they have to be within 70 amot of each other, one Karpev for both towns. Let's test that against the Mishnah. The Chacham, disagreeing with the mayor, said, you only give a Karpev between two cities, which sounds like Rav Chia Barav, because one Karpev, Tiyuf to Rav Huna. So Rav Huna is refuted. Amalach Rav Huna, Rav Huna's answer could be, my Karpev, Torat Karpev. It doesn't mean a single Karpev, it means the rule of the Karpev between them. And really, both each gets. Actually, it's supported by the Mishnah. The next line in the Mishnah was, meaning if each town has 70 amot, uh, and then they'll end up meeting, then they are one town. So you can see from there that in that case, each town gets its own. So that seems to now disprove Chia Barav, who said there's only one between them. What he could answer is Hamani Reb Meir he that that line in the Mishnah was uttered not by Chachamim but by Reb Meir. See Reb Meir he Meir already spoke his piece and said that each town gets a karpef. So if there's of course if there's two towns there's two there because Reb Meir said the answer is Tzricha. Even though our mayor said each town gets a Karpev, he also needed to say if there's two towns near each other, each one gets one. Why? If we only add the Mishnah, I would think that each town gets a Karpev, and if there's two towns near each other, they also get a single Karpev. Because that's all you need, is that area to have outside of the town, for storage or whatever. Kamash Malan to the Tarti Trey Avinan Luz. So that's why the second line in the Mishnah, the second part of the Mishnah, teaches us that two towns get two Karpefot. Viyashmin and Hachan, if we had this line about the two towns getting the two Karpefot, 
I would think, well, sure, they get two because it's too small an area for two towns to use as storage. But when there's one town in the middle of nowhere, I would say maybe it doesn't get a Karpev because it's got all the room in the world outside to do whatever it wants. We're not going to give it a formal Karpev. That's why we needed both. Now, Tanan, the rest of the Mishnah goes as follows. The Mishnah has talked about three, ta- three towns that are lined up in a row. It seems like that. We said if from town A to town C, there's 141 and a third or less, then the middle town joins them together to become one town. Now, Tam Adikam Sa'i, it sounds like that's only because there is a middle town. Halekam Sa'i, if there weren't, lo, then you don't have that scenario and it's separate towns. Which means, Tiyuf Ravuna. That it's only with that town in there that you get 141. But without that middle town, there's only 70, because even two towns only get 70. So, The scenario you're picturing is not correct. It's not three towns lined up in a row. It's two towns on a plane, and another one which is off its plane in between them. So imagine for a second, if you're looking on a uh, ruler paper, and you have one town that's at point uh, A1, and another town that's at point F1, and then there's a town that's at D4, in the middle, but away from it. That's what Meshulashin is. Eloroin, if we would move D4 down to D1, in other words, move it on a plane, and you would not have 141 and a third between A and B, and then between B and C, then it all becomes one big town. Alright, and so therefore that doesn't speak to our issue. And the scenario we just had, we had a town at A1, a town at F1, and a town at D4. How much room, how much space can there be between A1, or between line 1 and line 4, basically? Up to 2,000 amot. There was a machlok that we had earlier about a town that's bowed. How much room can there be between the two sides of the bow? 2,000 or more, and you said more. So the answer is, I said not the same. There, there are really houses there. Here there's no houses. We have to fully use our imagination. 2,000 amots as far as we can go. How much can I have on the map that I just drew between A and F? In other words, in the two outer cities. I don't care how much there is. Because so that means that if I can pull a town that's off at D4 and pull it down at D1, it may be huge. It may go all the way to right next to A1 and all the way next to F1, and that's good enough. I don't care how big it is. pushes Even if there's 4,000 amot between them, between 1 and 5 on our, on our map, yeah, I don't care how far it is. Ravuna said when it comes to a city that's shaped like a bow, like a semicircle, if from one end to the other on the bow there's less than 4,000 amot across, then we imagine it filled in and that's how we, how we measure. If not, then you have to measure from the real houses. 
So why are you allowing more than four thousand? Amalei hatam lekel meramali because there there's nothing to fill it in with. Here, we're imagining that whole middle town is now plunked in the middle, in between the two, on a plane. And therefore, once it's filled in, I don't care how far it is from A to C, or from A to F in the scenario I had, as long as the town fills it up so that between A, the first town, the middle town, and the middle town, the last town, there's only a small amount of space, I'm okay. Amar of Safra So he asked him, Harei b'nei akistafon. Akitzfon and Ardashir are two towns that are on opposite sides of the Tigris River. And the people in one town would measure their tchum starting from the other town. And they would reciprocate. The Tigris is more than 141 in between them. So, so Ravat came and showed his um and uh and showed Rav Safra that there were remains of a wall that were in the water They were buried in the in the Hidekel, but they were there and made for seventy amot from the from each town. Which means that really the towns were further into the water, if you will, than they are actually on land. And as a result of that the town uh, did gain that extra tchum and was able to join with the town on the other side. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up in the next Pishtar, the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.